great independent podcast powered by Pacific Crest Insurance, where independent insurance agents and industry leaders talk about the highs and lows of starting and running a successful agency. Learn the common trends and struggles of independent insurance agents. Go to PacificCrestInsurance.com for more on how to be a successful independent insurance agent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Great Independent Podcast brought to you by Pacific Crest Services. Today, our guest is Chunky Nelms from Texas. He's an insurance agent, he's a country music singer, and he's a preacher. He comes from all walks of life. It's going to be an interesting episode to listen to as we talk about some of the things that he's done with his agency through this COVID mess. Welcome to the show, Chunky. How are you doing these days? I'm doing well, Marcus. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're staying healthy out there in Texas? Oh yeah, yeah, staying healthy and um, yeah, it's a it's a difficult situation, but we've just chosen to be positive about it and kind of just press on. Yeah, well, the purpose of today's program is to uh, get some information in the hands of our other Pacific Crest Services agents, and um, we know that uh, you do a lot of stuff in your community, and you've been staying pretty darn active during this mess. Um, and we just wanted you to share some of your experiences with them, some of the things that you have found that have been working. Um, we've got our commercial lines director, Mike Willits, on the line as well. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Real good. Thanks uh, for letting me join. You bet. Absolutely. So um, the, uh, before we kind of get started, Chunky, if you could tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and um, you know, you've got a pretty colorful life, as I would call it. You know, give our listeners a little bit of background on yourself. I will spare the uh, three-hour biography for sure and get the clip <laughs> notes just because of the time. But, uh, you know, I just absolutely, I've, I have a colorful life for sure. Uh used to sing country music. Uh, got to sing on the Ryman Auditorium, Grand Ole Opry stage, which was really cool. Um, was a banker at one time, pastor to church, still pastor bivocationally, um, and an insurance agent came from a captive company to join Pacific Crest, and all that, which is pretty colorful, but it all centers around customer relations and just individuals. Yeah, um, about the only thing that you haven't done yet, Chunky, from the sounds of it, is that you you haven't checked off the astronaut bucket. <laughs> and and, never, and, the, and the attorney bucket, right? Yeah. So you know, that, that requires too much education for that. So, <laughs> oh yeah, brain surgeon isn't on there yet either. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. No, yeah, that's. Uh, I remember from back in the days when you and I first met, and we were discussing you coming on board with Pacific Crest, and you were telling me stories about the Grand Ole Opry. I was, I had to Google you immediately. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was pretty impressed, man. You're a talented guy. I appreciate it. I love music. I love country music. I like writing songs, and uh, it's it's become more of an outlet and stress relief these days, which you have to have in this business for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you're pretty active in your community, so one of the uh, things that we wanted to touch on in today's episode was, you know, going into this quarantine business. Um, how did you manage to stay in touch with your clients? So I, I would say, Marcus, that, you know, I was no different than anybody else around the country. Um, I think the your first reaction is fear. 
because of the unknown when this started started happening and we're learning that the country's going to shut down and and it becomes real the first feeling that you have is always going to be fear um and i had the same experience and i had to decide what i was going to do and you know for me my life my wife gives me a hard time about this she says i have a system for everything um and she gets on me she says you hang the keys same place every time you everything that you do is a routine systematic creature yes and so for me since i've already had systems in place i just made the decision that you know what i'm going to continue on i'm not going to let fear rule me in this regard so i'm going to continue with my systems and my processes and i'm going to continue doing what i know to do and and so that's how i approached it and i was fearful but uh you know i just decided to just turn it around. I talked to a few other people, which I encourage everybody to do. I've got a couple close uh, friends out of state that are in the insurance business, and I called them immediately. And uh, one gentleman told me, he said, "Chunky, he said these times have always happened. Maybe not to this extreme, but there's always been downturns. And during those downturns, there's been individuals that really succeeded. And he said, I'm going to be one of those." And so I just made up my mind at that point that I'm I'm going to be one of those individuals too, which means I have to focus every day mentally and just work through my systems and processes, which is which is customer and relation based. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, you know, our our founder Sean Webb, you know, he uh, talks about that a lot, even in our uh, managers meetings and when he's speaking to the staff, he talks a lot about making sure that you don't you know get get uh you know become frozen during these these uh tragic times you know you've got to continue to press on and find a way to get through it because this is where people make opportunity um and uh quite frankly some people will take advantage of it and others won't they become frozen so that's really good advice not to become frozen yeah. and stick to your systems yeah and so you know how I stayed up with my clients I have suspenses that I set um just how the relationship goes. I, I have processes. I have new customer orientations, meetings that I have with brand new customers, and I just continue to do those. Uh, some some I had to do through Zooming. Uh, we would do a new customer through Zoom uh, to do those new customer orientations. So I did have to figure out ways, maybe to to compensate for some of the things that were happening initially. But I, I just made the decision to continue to do it. So you started to research a little bit of technology in order to help you connect with your clients like Zoom? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we, we actually had to do that in our church. And so I just said, you know, I know how to do that. So my wife showed me how to do it. And so I just started using Zoom for some of the meetings that I have. Now, I'm in West Texas. And I don't know if you guys know about the stereotype of West Texans. Uh but I'm not letting the virus scare me. And there's plenty of customers that way uh, that wanted to continue to come into the office to do a new customer orientation. And and so I, I did have to I followed the guidelines and that the governor set forth. And but I did meet with them, albeit you know six feet away on a conference table. But it still worked. But I just I just made a conscious effort to just make sure to continue to do my systems and processes. So you were going back to your office kind of on an on-demand basis, you know, pertaining to the situation with the client? No, you know, I never worked from home. I always oh, really? worked 
in in the office. Um, we were here in Texas. We were considered essential employees, right. and so I never now. Now, granted, I don't have a big office, Marcus. You know, uh, it's it's just me, and then I have a couple other tenants in here that are different businesses, and so for me, it was it was safe to do that. Um, and, and again, if I lived in New York or some other places where I couldn't do that, I would have been forced to work from home. So I, but I, I have to work from the office. If I'm at home with my four kids and everything that's going on and I, I could get distracted. And so I just made the decision from day one that I was going to work from the office. Yeah, well, that's good. That's, that's good advice. I think that most states, pretty much categorized the insurance agents as essential workers and it was kind of up to them to decide if they wanted to work from home or continue to work from the office so it sounds to me yeah. like you took extra precaution to make sure everybody was safe and yeah you know, was going to stay healthy and, and you chose to work from your office so that's good and, and i did and i and i locked the door the front door um as far as and and, and approached it from appointment only so i did some things that i don't normally do, but this is a decision I had to I had to make it because I'm a creature of habit. I'm a system systems and process guy. So if I do the same thing that I was doing before, which means go to the office, then I'm going to produce the same results. So that that's why I did it. Yep. Well, so that's how you stay connected with your current client base. Talk yes. to us a little bit about drumming up new business activity um, did you have any luck during this last you know eight weeks 12 weeks or so that we've been going through this mess yes yes i'm i'm super fortunate and blessed um yes and here's here's what i ran into is that in this business we're constantly filling the funnel and i've, I've been doing that for years and so it didn't stop me from approaching new lead sources, which is, for me, I, I do a lot with mortgage brokers, mortgage lenders. And so there had been several that, you know, I've been going and taking cookies and all these things through this last year because they're big lenders, and I really want to get in into that 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 mortgage company with them and, and just haven't been successful. Uh, take cookies, take things by every month, and just not successful. Uh, what I found was that now I reached out through email, through phone call, and lo and behold, what happened was some of the other agents in town they were using quit, essentially. Yeah. They just disappeared. And so, well, you know, and that allowed me to say, look, I'm still here. I'm still working, and I'm still going to be able to do this. And so... In doing that, I finally got into some of these places that I wouldn't have any luck getting into, which was encouraging. And yep. um, so I've used that, and then also I, I have <laughs> I have list of people that I call on from my my, my uh, non compete rent out, and from previous captive agency, and I've been calling and and what I've been telling them, and again is you don't want to come off as a a salesperson and the used car salesman during a time of a crisis. It's not not what I was doing, but I'm calling many of these individuals, asking them because I know what rates they were paying, and I would I'd, I'd have a conversation with them. And during the conversation on the phone, I would ask them, "Listen, if 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 I could get you better coverage and save you a little money, 
would you be interested in me in quoting you? And of course they were. And so I've been able to, even this week, uh, you know, already written in the first two days, ten thousand dollars in new business in two Good days. For you. Basically yeah, off, awesome. basically off of that that call list that I'm calling. And so, so then let me ask you. you let, let me interrupt for just one second. Well, let me ask you this question. So you said that the reason for your call was kind of twofold. You know, one, you didn't want to come across as a user yeah. or salesman during a time of crisis, which I completely appreciate. However, you have a business to run, right? And yeah. uh, so does everybody else. Um, the underlying reason, obviously, is that you're looking out for the best interest of the client, your your old clients from your prior captive agency. Absolutely. So yeah. did you find yourself in a position where you were winning for them? Is that the reason why they chose to come on board, or was it because you're just chunking helps? <laughs> well, I would say that I'm in this business because I love people, and I, and I love help. I love helping people. And so I knew these former customers of mine, uh, I knew about them because I met them every year. Uh, I'd sit down and meet with them. Uh, You know, I'd write life policies for them. I'd get to know them, sponsor their kids' baseball teams. Um, Really were invested into their lives. And so the first call that I had the opportunity to call them, it's a catch-up. How are you been? You know, how's, how's your son? How's baseball going? And, and and then how are you doing during the midst of this? Is your job affected by this? And so we just had a conversation get caught up. Right. And and then at that point I said, look, you, you know me, and and I'm here to look out for you. You know, can I quote you because I I feel like I can provide even better coverage and save you a little bit of money during this time. Is that something that could help you? And 100% of the time they said yes. Right. And and I, and I think again it's not because I'm trying to make a sell. It's because I know these individuals. Yep. And and you listen to their stories and you're invested into them. And I want to help them. And so that that's how that conversation goes. It's more of a reunion necessarily yep. than a sale. So and you're hitting the nail on the head. You wanted to help them, right? I mean, yeah. especially during this crisis, there's a lot of people out there that could use a little bit of help as far as, you know, financially is concerned. And, and you know, if you were able to save them a little bit of, of in or a little bit of uh, money on their policy, that's one thing, but also to make sure that they're accurately covered, you know, that they may Absolutely. have a better policy in the end. And that's I think really that's good. important, Marcus, to, and, I, and I stress, I can't stress that enough. I'm not interested in chasing price. Because uh, then that's a game you're going to chase forever um, with other people. You know, I'm interested in their lives and what are the risks? Right. How am I going to protect your risk? And it just so happens coming from that captive agent that I was, I knew that they were overpaying, and I could get them even better coverage. So it just worked out. Right. Well, that's that's really good. I mean, that's fantastic news that you're still writing new business. You know, you're taking care of your old clients. You really haven't, from the sounds of it, um, you really haven't skipped a beat since this has, um, you know, started to affect everybody. It sounds to me like you've been running on all six cylinders ever since this started. Yeah, and, and I would just say that I think everybody, including myself, in any moment – that we come across of obstacles or just deterrence or whatever it might be, we have to always go back to why are we doing this? And it's the why. Why am I doing this? And, you know, for me, it's it's my wife. I'm doing this for my kids. 
that's why I get up and do this every day anyway, is because we have dreams. They have visions. They have dreams. And so I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, my my why, my goals are, are not going to be shut down because of the coronavirus. Yeah. I can't allow that to happen. And so, yeah, so you just, I think <laughs> this may sound a little corny, <laughs> but at one point I looked in the mirror and said, I'm not going to be ruled by fear. I'm going to still achieve my goals. And I just said it to myself in the mirror, and that may sound corny, but for me it was the it was a switch to say, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. Doesn't and, sound corny at all to me. Not, <laughs> not not even a little bit. I mean, you you've touched on something that I think a lot of agents have probably not really thought of, and that was the purpose of today's call was, you know, to inspire other agents to do what they need to do in order to make it through this crisis and and obviously looking in the mirror and saying to yourself that you're not going to let COVID rule you, right? You're going to yeah. um, seize the day and the opportunity, and you're not going to live in this this fear bubble is a, is a huge thing for other agents to do for themselves. But one other thing that you touched on that I think is kind of quite, quite frankly, a little bit brilliant is the fact that you started to realize as you were starting to continue to engage with these mortgage brokers and and whatnot in your normal process of following up with them you started to realize that these other agents were hiding and that's why we're on the phone because we don't want our agents to be out there hiding and and in fear of the phone ringing for for the fear that a, a client is going to want to cancel their policy you know because they can't afford to pay for it anymore um, the ideal situation is to continue to stick to your system as you said which i think is brilliant you know, I, and, and and quite frankly, I think you're right. I think a lot of agents are out there hiding, and that this is a great opportunity for them to be talking to mortgage brokers and real estate agents and and other referral referral sources, while other agents are are tucked up in bed sucking on their thumb. You know, absolutely, um, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good point. So, talk to us a little bit about you know as this thing kind of reopens. Um, obviously, you've always continued to follow your system, so my assumption is is that your processes are really going to stay the same, but is there anything that you can think of that is going to be tweaked or adjusted as your governor continues to open up the state of Texas? Yeah, so for me, uh, there has been some opportunities in the commercial world you know, before this happened. And I think what I've come across, and I'm sure other agents have too, is some of the commercial business folks have really gotten scared. And um, and this kind of really uh, business owners have really gotten scared. And so I've continued to talk to these uh, prospects through this and to build relationships. Hey, how are you doing today? I talked to you last week and, um, you know, you're a little down. You know, can I give you an encouraging word? And the call was not to make a sale. It was just to encourage the individual. And so what I've picked up when I open back up is to do more of that because um, I've learned that people are people. And, you know, each one of us need to be encouraged. And more than anything, I think the other thing I'm going to learn when we open back up is just to be more of a listener than a, than a speaker. And because when I've had these conversations on the phone with individuals, you listen to what they're going through, and it really just, I mean, it, you learn so much, yeah. and you have a connection. And um, and then in that 
relationship process, you end up becoming a friend. And then it just works out that people want to do business with a friend. And right. so, uh, you know, and, and that, and again, I, I hope I'm not coming off as naive in that regard, but I've just really learned through this process to, when we open back up, I'm going to make a suspense, you know, to follow up periodically just to see how they're doing uh, in life, how's things going, not even calling them about a renewal, not even calling them about a payment that's needed or whatever, but just, hey, how are you doing? You guys doing okay? How are things going for you? Right. So that's one thing that I'll implement. And then the other thing that I'll that I'll do is uh, in the last couple of weeks, you know, you have to overcome the fear, and I'll press through that, and it will pop back occasionally. But I've I've really just reinvigorated myself with growing, and I'm you know I'm a big Norman Vincent Peale fan. Uh, you know, your attitude determines much of what you do in life, and so I've just I've focused myself on growing my agency. And what that does is during this time, it doesn't let you let off the gas. Yeah. Um, you you got to go. And so I've committed to grow my agency and relationships, and then ultimately that will lead to the goals that I have financially down the road. And so when I open back up, I'm going to double my efforts on my other lead sources. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to not just once a month, I'm really going to be hungry after these other mortgage lenders really be hungry for these commercial lenders or commercial uh, owners that I've talked to in the past. So it's just, it's kind of like telling a dog sickle. I've just had to reinvigorate that once it opens back up. Well, yeah. it, it, you know, I want to weigh in on the commercial side. You know, you're exactly right. It's, you know, it's still a very much a relationship business. And candidly, a lot of business owners carry a heavy weight. Um, they worry about their employees. They worry about their customers. Uh, and I think as commercial agents, just like yourself, that, that reach out and ask about how they're doing, how you're really doing. And I think that makes all the difference. And we've got so many solutions that we can help, ideas, and, and just care about them and loving on them a little bit. I think that um, that, that kind of connection will will play well within the commercial world. Yeah, you may not see immediate results you know, in sales, but you're certainly building relationships and filling the pipeline. I would I would kind of maybe add to this as well that I wrote a, a white paper article on our website about listening to learn to sell and how important it is to listen when you're selling because if you're doing all the talking, well, then, quite frankly, you're losing the battle. Um, it's it's difficult to understand what people's needs genuinely are if you're not listening to what they're telling you. Much like a doctor, you know, I kind of use an example in that article is you don't walk into your doctor's office and the doctor says, here's some pills, go home and you'll probably feel better and tell me how they work. <laughs> the doctor brings you into his office and they follow a process of listening to what you have to say about how you're feeling and how long it's been going on and how long you've been in pain and what you've done to try and fix the problem and how it's affecting your life and so on. And then eventually the doctor gathers all that information and makes a sound decision on what he thinks you know, you're suffering from, 
and then applies whatever medication or treatment to to the situation to try and make it better. And he's doing that based on collecting all of that data. And there's no way you can collect that data unless you're listening. So right now you're in the data collecting process, much like a doctor from the sounds of it. You're just creating relationships with all of these people, learning about them, learning about what their visions are for their business, what they're suffering from right now, and and then learning what you could potentially do to maybe make the pain go away one day. And when that moment arises, you'll be ready. You'll have that pipeline filled with people. I love it. That's a that's a fantastic, you know, example of why we're on the phone today again is just to let agents know that they need to continue to stay active and, and fill their pipelines up and, and there's opportunity again while all these agents are out there hiding, if they are like you and they're not hiding and they're staying true to their systems, these opportunities will start to fall like dominoes. Um while they're doing what's right for the client, which is the right thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, you have touched on a lot for us today, Chunky. I mean, quite frankly, (laughs) you know, we had a long list of things to to ask you, and we're running a little bit short on time, and and we want to be, you know, respectful of your time. Um, I think you've answered a lot of our questions. You've pretty much covered most of them throughout the the conversation. Um, I would encourage any agent to uh, listen to this podcast and just take note of what you're doing because I think that uh, I'm in complete agreement with what your your uh, mission is here during this COVID mess and and uh, we're going to continue to visit with other agents as well and and we want all of our listeners to tune in and and uh, kind of listen to hear what other agents are doing around the country to continue to push forward with their businesses and, and stay strong during these uh, unstable times. Uh, we thank you for your time, Chunky, and uh, we wish you the, the best of luck out there, and um, we hope you stay healthy and and uh, do really well. Thanks, Marcus. I really appreciate you having me on, and I just want to encourage other agents to just remember their why, be inspired right. by why they started. So thanks for having me on. Use thank that. You. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good day.